Okay, today's daf is Psachim daf Lamed Vav. We are on Lamed Haim and Beis. I'm not sure exactly where we left yesterday, but we'll start from about 10 lines from the bottom. So one, a person cannot, was not Yaitza, Matzah, if he used grain that was from Maishashani or Hektish that was not redeemed properly. So the Gemara says, of course not, Pshita. So the Gemara says, La'olam de Niftu, really the case was you did redeem it. Ma'ilu Niftu, what did the Mishnah say when it said he didn't redeem it? Shlo'i Niftu, Kehachasan, he didn't redeem it in the proper way. What would be an example? So Maishashani, Shepadu Gabi Asimon, he used an Asimon, which is an unminted coin. The Rachmona Amar, Vatsarta, Tsarta HaKesef, there has to be a tzura, davar sheish a tzura. The hektish and hektish should be shechilu agabi karka. Use karka. The rachmanah of anas nakasef ve'kamla. So I think we did it last last night. I just don't remember. But either way, that was pshat in the mishnah that said you cannot use ma'aser shini ve'hektish shaloi niftu. Okay, next sugya. Tanu rabbanan. We learned in a brisa, seven lines from the bottom. Lamed heim abeis yachol yaitzi adim edechavasi b'teva shaloi nitkan. I would have thought to say that a person would be yaitzu with tevel that wasn't misakin that wasn't fixed so the gemara says hold on a second cold tevel nami haloy nitkan every example of tevel obviously was not fixed right tevel means what you did not give truma and meiser from it ella what the brisa means is betevel shlo nitkan cold sarka it wasn't completely fixed what would be the example? Kegain, for example, I mean, I'm sorry, Shinitla Vimena Truma Gedaila, Vila Nitla Vimena Trumas Meiser, that they took Truma Gedaila from it, but not Trumas Meiser, or Meiser Rishon Vila Meiser Shani, or Vafilu Meiser Oni, even if you just left out Meiser Oni, which has brought the third and sixth year of Shemitah year, the sixth year cycle, you would, you would, uh, third and sixth year is when you do Meiser Oni. First and, if, for this, you would not be Yaitza. Now, the Gemara says, Minayin. How do I know that you're not Yaitza with Tevel Matzah? So the Gemara says, Tamalem Eloi Soichal Alav Chametz. The Torah says, when it describes the current Pesach, that you cannot eat Chametz on it, and it says, Shivas Yamim Toichal Alav Matzah. And that same Pesach comparing Matzah to Tevel. So the only time you are Yaitza with matzahs, me, she'isurai mishum ba'toichalav chametz. Meaning, you have your matzah, you have your flour and water, you bake it in your oven, and you take it out before 18 minutes, right? If you would have left it in, it would become chametz and you would not be able to eat it. So when you took it out, that's called matzah. The only time you eat is if you would have left it in and baked longer, leavened, it would have been chametz. However, Yatzazeh, when it comes to Tevel, She'eni surah mishum batechel chametz, ele mishum batechel Tevel. When you're looking and you're identifying what Isser it is, the Isser would be Tevel. It wouldn't be chametz, it would be Tevel. So, I don't, I'm, it's not something that if I would have left in the oven, would have been, would have been a chametz. The says, one second. So, chametz, v'sur the chametz leich and azla. Where did this Isser chametz go? It's still called chametz. So the Gemara says, I'm Rav Sheishas, Hamani Rav Shemini. This is the famous sheet of Rav Shemin. We're not going to discuss this here in our Masechta. We'll see it later on in Shas. Da'amar ain Isser, Chal al Isser. That an Isser does not Chal on another Isser. Once there's an Isser, Tevel in place. So then, even though it becomes Chametz, there is no Isser Chametz. So if you were identifying something, pointing at it, and you call a Chametz, according to Rav Shemin, you're incorrect. That is not precise. It is Tevel. It is not Chametz. The Tanya, we learned in Abraisa. Rabbi Shimon, Oymer, Rabbi Shimon says, Someone who eats Nevela on Yom Kippur. So you would think, well, he, he ate Isser on Yom Kippur, he has to bring a carbon chatas, 
potter. You're potter from bringing a chatas because ein iser chal al iser. That once there's already an iser in place, so Yom Kippur doesn't come and 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 fall on this iser. So this there's a lot of tanon that argue on Rabbi Shimon. We'll talk about iser kailel, iser meisif. And uh, we'll see that later on in Kedushin. Mostly, you know, we'll see this in Nazir and Masechus Krisos. But we'll leave it at that. So according to Rabbi Shimon, it's only called Tevel. It's not called Chametz. If it's not called Chametz, then you're not Yaitz and Matzah if you took it out before 18 minutes. And therefore, you cannot be Yaitz and Matzah with your Tevel. Even if you want to go with the Rabbanon who hold that there's an Isser Chametz on Tevel as well. Isser is Chal on another Isser. Especially here, there's Isser Kares. So... Still, I would not be able to be Yitzhamatza. Why? When the Torah says, It means, Meaning, you're baking matzah. If you leave it in, or you don't, if you don't uh, do it quickly, you don't have isok in it, and it sits around for 18 minutes, so then it becomes chametz. The only time I'm Yitzhamatza is that by leaving it, it became only chametz. However, not only is it chametz, it's additionally iser mishum tevel that you can't be yotzei matzah with. It's also tevel. When the Torah says doesn't mean it can only the only iser that could be is chametz. Belvad only chametz. What if it's also tevel? So Gemara says you're right. That's, that's therefore we'll go back. to the Rav We go like Rav that this time this Bryce is going like Rav Shimon. and this dough that's tevel is not called chametz, and therefore tevel you cannot be yotzim matzah with tevel because of the fact that it is never it is never going to become chametz according to Rav Shimon, and you cannot be yotzim matzah with it. All the Rishonim ask, what about the, the classic question of mitzvah hababa avera? So we'll leave it to Masech Sukkah to talk about that. And it's a good question. Either way, you shouldn't be yotzah. Forget about these sukkim of loisech of chametz. Isn't a mitzvah hababa avera to eat tevel as your matzah? Matzah gazul would be a problem, probably. So we'll, look, we'll learn this in the Lulav Hagazel. So we'll leave it for then. Okay, let's keep going. Tanu Rabbanan. So we're on Laman Vav and Aleph. Six lines in. Learned in the following brisa. I would think that you'd be able to be yotze your matzah with ma'aser sheni in Yerushalayim because you're doing what you're supposed to do with ma'aser sheni. So the Gemara says, "Tamul leimar." The Torah says, "Shivas yom tochel of matzah." Lechem oini. Oini is spelled with an ayin, but we'll read it as if it says oini with an aleph. And mashenechal ba'aninas. Only something that could be eaten in in sorrow or in aninas. Aninus means someone who has uh, who, who lost one of the shiva kravim is an oinin, right? We refer to an oinin today. It's not really an oinin. An oinin really is only halachically an oinin for these halachas. Eating marsasheni, we'll see bikurim and amad beis. There's a discussion of the Zvachim regarding eating kachim. Today it doesn't really we don't it's not, it's not applicable. When we call someone an oinin, it's just a borrowed term. Really, the status of someone who loses one of the shiva kravim today is the third parak of brachas misha mesai. Someone who has an obligation, a mitzvah, to bury one of his kraven. So that's why he's putter from mitzvahs and all the other things. But to call him an oinin is just a borrowed term. I think our salvation didn't like that people called it oinin. But you see in, in halacha, they do call it an oinin, even though technically it's not the aninus that we're talking about. But if you look in the psukim and chumash, perhaps in Navi as well, an oinin is someone who lost one of the shiva kraven, and they are not allowed to eat maeser sheni. So since I cannot eat maeser sheni but aninus, Ella, but simple, it has to be eaten when you're happy. 
And matzah has to be, I guess, when you're sad, because oini, lechem oini, so you can't be yaitzah with maitzah sheni. Divrei Rabbi Yossi Haglili. And by the way, this is one of the only sources we have for aninus midaraisa. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says no. Matzois, matzois, riba. The fact that the Torah says matzois so many times throughout Chumash, it comes to include even maitzah, even maitzah sheni matzah, you could still be yaitzah. What does the Chumash refer to when it says Lechem Oini, which sounds like a poor man's bread? So he says, Prat Leisa Sheni Loisha Beyayin Veshemun Udvash. It's coming to exclude dough that was kneaded with wine, oil, or honey, which was yesterday's daf, Matzah Ashira. That's pus. That's, you're not yet some matzah with that because it's not, it's, not, uh, it's not Lechem Oini. It's not Lechem Oini, right? So, 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 Maybe you have insight from other places in the Tchumish indicating how I should read Ani or Aini. The, but the, the Chavamin was Yachol Yotzei Amiyah Vasa B'Maitz Rishim Rishalim. I would have thought, had I had not been told anything, that you could eat it. This is what Rabbi Yosei is saying, right? Yeah. Basically says, you're saying it should be included. Okay, I think he's, he's learning from matzah, matzah, that this would not be excluded. And therefore, I'm going to read ani as, as ani and not oini. Okay, that's just the way I would learn the Gemara. Let's keep going. I think the Gemara will get to, will answer your question eventually. So the Gemara says, my time to Rabbi Kiva. Why does Rabbi Kiva argue on, on, um, on Rabbi Yosef So the Gemara says, mik siv lechem oini. Does it say ayin vav non yod? No, it says ani siv, right? Aini without the vav. So the question is, do we say yesh im lemik or yesh im lemasaris? That's really the machlekes. Basically, I meet Karina. How does he respond? Do we go by how it how it's written or how do we read it? We don't read it ani. If you say lechem ani, someone's going to correct you in shul, right? You can't say lechem ani. It's lechem aini. Aini Karina. We read it as aini, which means uh, affliction, the bread of affliction. Rabbi Kiva, hi, the Korean Bay Oini. Why do you read it? Oini is coming to teach me something else. Get the Shmuel, Dharma Shmuel, Lechem Oini, which means Lechem Sha'oinin Olav, Dvarm Harbin. And out of the Seder, we say many things on this, on this matzah. Just by the way, interesting halacha. So, halachically, we know that we keep the matzah on the table and we say the Haggadah, that's Sha'oinin Olav, Dvarm Harbin, is the Haggadah. And the Halal, we say by Magad, so you leave your matzah on the table. According to many Rishonim, the Afikaimen that we eat later on is really we're being yaitza matzah with it. So, so that's why you need it. Because it's a lot of different things brought down in the Rishonim. So the question is, how do you take your Afikaimen off the table? You're not being yaitza lechem sha'anin alav tvarim habri. It's a very strong question. There are those, I'm not saying you have to do this, but there are those that are makbit. They'll, they'll make sure that they'll find the kid's Afikaimen and they'll put it back on the table somewhere else. Make believe that they didn't know where it was. But... Uh, According to this Gemara, if, if you hold Afi Kaiman, we'll get to this later in the Masechta, if you hold Afi Kaiman, you're somehow being Yaitzi or Matzah with it, so then why is it not on the table? Lechari, we should be trying to fulfill Lechem Oini, Sha'ani, and Allah, Dvarim Harbin. Okay, now the Savar Rabbi Kiva, now we mentioned the Ani Ani business, we'll pause for a few minutes and we'll get into the, the discussion of yesterday, which was Matzah Ashira, what we call Egg Matzah, 
Again, you're going to see Pesach time. There are certain products. I think Manischewitz makes it, or definitely in Israel. There's plenty of products that are called matzah ashira products. If there's a good ashkacha, they will identify it as such, which for Ashkenazim, well, we'll see in a moment. It means we don't eat it. But for Svardim, some do, some don't. So let's see. V'sav Rabbi Kiva Yisus Shnei Loisha Biyayim B'Shem Advash Loi. Rabbi Kiva holds you not yotza matzah with egg matzah. V'atanya in Loshnisim Pesach Biyayim B'Shem Advash. You cannot knead dough with this on Pesach because there's a concern. There's more of a concern here that it will get chametz v'im lash if a person did it. Rabbi Gamliel Amrti Sarif Miad that you should burn it right away. Don't leave it around. You should eat it, no problem. You could, in fact, guard it. There's no problem. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva added, and this is the Kash Rabbi Kiva, Shabbati, I once had like a Shabbaton, I once, once by Yantiv, Haisa eats Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Yeshua, if we recall from Haggadah, there was a story, right? Maise, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Yeshua, they were in Abraham, right? So there was once a story, so we have a Gemara that says it. It's actually a Mishnah. And they didn't, uh, they didn't say anything, that there was no problem. It needed it on Yontif itself. So it must be, he argues on the Tanakama that we are not concerned that apple juice or eggs are going to cause chametz to take place any more than water. And then back, back in the day, they would bake matzah on Pesach. So they made egg matzah on Pesach as well. Now, the Brisa continues, even though, according to the Tanakhama at least, you cannot knead dough on Pesach with yayin, shaman, udvash, what we call egg matzah. You could, you know, shmir on, you could shmir the egg on the, uh, coat it. There's no problem. Now, this Brisa is on the Tanakhama. This is obviously going like the Tanakhama, who holds you're not allowed to knead the dough. And he's telling me, although you cannot knead it, you could... Shmir on top. There's no concern over there. Because it's such a small interaction between the flour and the grape juice or the egg. By the time you bake it, there, there won't be any chametz happening. They say it doesn't make a difference. There's no difference between kneading the dough and, uh, you know, coating it. Whatever you could use to knead the dough with, mekatven bai. Ve'eshe'en loshen bai. And everyone agrees, you cannot use warm water to make matzah or to make dough because it's going to cause it to become chametz quickly. So either way, what do you see from here? The first price, uh, now according to this price, Rabbi Kiva holds, you're allowed to be lolosh as a matzah, even lechatchila. The previous price has said, lechem oini, right? That you cannot use isa sheni loisha biyayin shemur dvash. The commercial lekasha, very simple tarets. Ha biyantiv rishain. From the pasuk of lechem oini, which you learn lechem oni and not matzah shir, that's telling me what could I use to be yitzim my matzah with. So Rabbi Kiva agrees. You want to buy your shmur matzah for the night of the seder, you can't buy matzah shir. It's not going to do the trick. That's biyantiv rishain. You have a mitzvah daraisa to eat matzah. Ha biyantiv sheni. Here we're asking: Is this kosher for Passover or not? We're not asking if you yitzim matzah with it. The question is: Is simply is this kosher for Pesach or not? Rabbi Kiva says yes. You cannot use it for matzah, but you're still able to eat it if you want it. No problem. And Kedamar Luhu Rabbi Yeshua Levnei, like Rabbi Yeshua told his sons, For the first night of Pesach, I don't want my matzah to be kneaded with milk. But Mikan Ve'elech Luhu Shuli You could make my milchik matzah 
during the other days of Pesach, because because I don't have to be yoytza the mitzvah of matzah with that. Afraid the Gemara, obvious question. Hold on a second. Vatanya, uh, how is he kneading dough with milk? This is black and white shulchan aruch. Ain lush nesa isa bechalav. You're not allowed to make milk like bread. Vim lush. If you did in fact knead it, although the rishonim explained it means you actually baked it. Kol apas asura. You know I'll eat the bread. It's asur's treif. It's not kosher. Why? Mipnehergalavera. It's a hegelavera. So I actually explain this to my companies all the time. We have companies that make dairy cookies and pie bread. And on their schedule A, which means the list of approved ingredients, they have butter, they have milk, so they know it's kosher. And they know that if it goes into the bread, there goes the heksher, right? And the question is, I don't understand, Rabbi. The butter is kosher. There's an O-U-D on it. But how come we cannot put it in the bread? Now, again, they're not doing it, but they just want to know. So my simple answer to them is that Jews eat pastrami sandwiches. And we cannot eat milk and meat together. So if you have bread that contains milk and you're eating a pastrami sandwich, you have a problem. That's the Gemara. The Gemara says we're concerned in the Hergela Vera that bread is something people always use for their meal. And by the way, therefore, many of the Choranian, the Primigoda, brings down that if it's not a sandwich type of bread, it's not, it's not a bread that you would eat at a meal, it's a cracker or it's a Danish. So there, people don't typically eat it with meat. And you could, in fact, make dairy crackers. Other price can hold no. People eat crackers with liver. So some Ashkachos will not give a certification on dairy crackers unless there's a clear cheese, uh, you know, uh, fl- sprinkling on top. They, even if it says dairy on it, there might not be dairy. Many crackers say dairy, they're not really dairy. Other Ashkachos will say, no, we go with the Prima Godem. It's not a bread, it's a cracker. And therefore, there will be no concern. So we'll get to some of the, the, the raid in a second. So at, at this point, the Kash is, how is he making dairy Matzah. So the Gemara says, Ella hachikama. Yamakamala tolushli bedovsha. He didn't mean milk, he meant honey. Makamala tolushli bedovsha. He was saying, another terrorist, these are words that are brought down in Shochanarach, Simon Tzadi Zayan in Yeradea, Loilam Bachalava. Really, you are allowed to make dairy bread. Kedam Ravina, Kain Tyre. You have to make it that it looks like the eye of an ox. Then it's Shari. So Hachanami Kain Tyre, that was what the eye of an ox. So what does that mean? Either one of these are brought down the halacha. Either means make a very small portion, which means for a meal, for a person, for a day. Machlekes and the Achreinim, the Raman, Hachashvuas talks about this. Or it means you make a simon. If I have a simon on it, that it looks different. So then you know that this is different. I think in the, the Badats in, in, in Yerushalayim, the cheese barekas or the meat barekas, I forgot which one is which, but there's a, I think there's a certain thing that the round ones are parv and the square ones are milk, I don't remember, but there's, there was something that Ashkacha does that everyone knows, except for me, everyone knows that this is dairy versus, versus, uh, versus parv. So if you put a simmon on it, that works. So a person's making, I don't know, dairy garlic bread, as long as it looks different than your standard bread, Luckily, you could do it. Or if you're making it for one meal, that would be fine. Additionally, let's say the, the dairy is knicker on it. You got a nice fat uh, cheese danish where the cheese is all over. So obviously, that would not be a problem. Or a deli roll or a uh, frank in a blanket. Those obviously would not be a problem. Everybody knows that this is fleshic. This has something in it. Just a, a few things. Question. Can, can, you give, can you give hashkacha on pizza dough? So historically, there was one hashkacha. I don't know if they still do this. I won't mention the name or on the recording. There was one hashkacha that allowed them to do dairy pizza dough with the assumption, everyone knows, pizza is used for dairy. Fast forward to the last previous, you know, recent, recent times, it became a whole fancy dish. You had pastrami pizza and pulled beef pizza and flatbread this, and I could give you 10 different recipes, right? And now pizza is no longer 
pizza dough or pizza pizza dough would be fine, but pizza bread, a, a crust, not necessarily being used for cheese, and therefore I think it's it's uh, it's not a good idea for anyone to be giving ashkacha if it's really dairy on dairy bread. What about Thomas English muffins? That's a classic question. You can Google it, you'll find 50 different articles explaining the hetero or against the OU. How could they give hashkach on Thomas English muffins? It says OUD. And in the allergy ingredient, in the allergy statement, it says it contains milk. So it's not just the OU. The CRC also gives hashkach on English muffins, not Thomas, dairy, and it contains milk. And the question is, how could he do that? So there were a few at him that were floating around. Hetero number one was that, come on, everyone knows English muffins are dairy. The problem is now, 90% of English muffins on the market are parv. We certify parv English muffins, Panagold baking, whatever, in Fargo, North Dakota, parv English muffins. So that's no longer, no, not everyone assumes it's parv. Uh, but the truth is, historically, many Ashkachas way back in the day, before a lot of the uh, changes happened in the 80s and the 90s, mostly to do with Rabelskis at Sal and other, and other Gedalia Paiskim, they relied on the fact that there's a simon on the bag. If there's a simon on the bag, the bag says dairy, so then there should be no problem. Now, before you get all excited about this, there's another consideration here. Halachically, the only issue is for a Jew to make it. If a non-Jew made it, it's not, there's no problem with it. A Jew can't eat it, so maybe the simon, even if a simon wouldn't help, if a Jew made it, put a simon on the bag, but perhaps if the Nachri made it and the Jews are simply just buying it, and as long as there's a simon on the bag, it says dairy on it, so there is a few, there are a few ashkachas. So if you go to a fresh time, I think they have a, a bread that's dairy. I think it's called the three-line K. I forgot which ashkacha that's called. It's not accepted, but one of the things they're relying on is that, that the label on the bag, where you'll see the table K does that. Table K is not good for, for other reasons. They don't hold up a lot of halachas we'll learn in the of Adazara. They say it on their websites, and I have no problem saying that. But one of the things they rely on is if it says if it says dairy on it, everyone knows it's a dairy bread, and that should be a simon. Now, so is the OU relying that with Thomas English muffins? So halach, so what the Matthias is that they're not. The dairy component in the muffins are bottle. It's bottle, it's bottle bashishim. Why they still put it in there, I don't know. But it's less than one percent, and therefore technically it's bottle. The OU has a policy based on Moshe Feinstein and our Salvechik that we cannot give ashkach on something if there's bittel involved. So let's say there's a, there's a little dairy you know, in something, the OU will not call a parv, even though technically it's bottle, or let's say it's treif and it's bottle. We, we cannot give ashkach on it now. Do we have to do a recall of something if a mistake happened? No, bottle is bottle. But we won't give ashkach on something based on bittel. So on one hand, it looks funny that they're calling it dairy, but they're not going to call it parv because there's a small dairy component in it, and they, they will not call it parv. So, Ravasha Weiss is a chuva, Rabowski spoke about this, and that is why the OU gives Hashkach on Thomas English muffins. So it's a few things. Number one, it's owned by non-Jews, so technically there is no Isra for them to make it. Second thing is that there's a, there's a thing on the label, and more importantly, it's bottle. <laughs> like an sandwich. Yeah, so they asked Ravasha Weiss by one of these things, that was a Yachikal a couple years ago, can I have a burger with it? So he says, I wouldn't call it a Musa de Hasidus to eat that, but technically there's no problem with it. It's, it's bottle. Is that what you, technically it's bottle, and it would not be a problem. Another interesting question that comes up is let's say you have a factory that's making French toast. So they're making, now, French toast people would assume is dairy. The problem is they have one factory that makes the bread, gets shipped to factory B, where then they, when then they coat it with eggs and other things. Can factory A make dairy bread if they know it's going into French toast? Or, or, or the like. So inter interesting discussion. We'll leave it for a different time. Okay, let's keep going. Now, Veshavin, 
We said everyone agrees, Shein Lashness Isa the Paishrin, you cannot use warm water, my shnomi minachis. Why is it different than Minachis it's non? Look in a mission of Minachis afternoon, hey, call a minachis ni lush is the paishrin. And we're stamin, you're allowed to use warm water. Just make sure Shlo Yechamsu. Okay, you're right. You're taking a risk. But be careful. So the Gemara says, hold on a second. You're bringing a rife. Manachis, Mamma Bizrizim, like a Hanim. They're Zaras. They know what they're doing. Yamma Bishain's reason. You give Hamon Am. They're not going to know what to do with it. Yachim Miltas Nami Lasses. Why don't we allow Lisisa? Halacha is that that uh, what happened was they used to do Lisisa, which means they would soak the, the kernels in water before they would grind it. So today we don't soak it, we do tempering. But there was a time in history they would soak the, the grain prior to grinding it. So halachas, you cannot do lasisa. Now you cannot bring chametz in the mezbeach as well. So you would not, the kohen cannot do lasisa either. And the Gemara's kash is, Poshan. if... Poshan. In Poshan, right? In cold, you can do. Uh, no, either way, lasisa, you, you cannot do lasisa. And the question is, why can't I do lasisa if... Kahanam's reason name, let them soak the kernels in water. They'll look at it to make sure it didn't start, you know, it didn't start you know, fermenting. And why not? So the Gemara says, Lisha, hold on a second. When it comes to kneading the dough in Paishrin and lukewarm water, Bizrizin, that's being done on the base of Mikdash. Kahanam are doing Lasisa, Lisa Bizrizin. Lasisa, that's being done in a factory. That's not being done in the base of Mikdash. There's no Kahanam there. So we don't have this reason. So the Gemara says, Lisha, Bizrizin. What Lisha has to be done by the Kahanam of so the Eilach Mitzvah Skahun only from the Kmitza and on. That's the coin. That's where the coin is necessary. However, the pouring and the mixing, anybody could do it, even if you're not a coin. So the Gemara says, you're right, although the coin himself doesn't have to do it. He's doing it in the base of Mikdash. There are people around. You have Mashkichim there, you have Kahanim. But you can't do it outside the Azara. And therefore, the soaking of the grain, it's not being in this reason, it's not being done by Kahanim, and it's not being done in the base of Mikdash. And therefore, you you, not, you, you cannot do that with the grain in the, uh, for, for the base of the So By the way, the, the Mishaburah talks about uh, flour. If a person wants to bake matzah, you can't just buy flour from uh, you know, Hecker's flour and, uh, and use that as your, uh, for, to bake matzah, because that has been treated with water. So in the Mishaburah's days, he said they were, they were soaked, and it was vade chametz, or kar of the vade chametz. Today, if you, if, you, if you speak to people in the industry, they say it's tempered, uh, it's sprayed a little bit. They don't think it's really chametz. Uh, you know, many many poiskim who are machmer not to sell chametz. You know, they, they try to get rid of all their chametz. They won't rely on the mechira for flour. They're not so careful about. They'll, they'll sell their flour. Additionally, if I recall correctly, I think rye or spelt flour. Don't, don't do this without looking up one of these guides. But one of the two, or maybe both of them, there is no tempering done, and 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 they would not be chametz technically. Now, you, what do you do with it on Pesach? You can't bake it. We're, we're machmer all these things. We don't make matzah on Pesach, but technically those are not treated yet. And, and uh, there's no problem. Just by the way, the first year they made oat matzah, I think the first year, they actually made oat matzah as chametz because oats are heat treated immediately. Otherwise, they, they cannot be stored properly. They're steamed or whatever. And I think they messed up that first year. They made oat matzah as gluten-free. But today, there are responsible people involved. So you don't have to worry about it. Well, I said every shoot of matzah in Eretz Yisrael that's not shmura matzah, they're taking from flour that has not been treated. Correct, correct. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It just means there's no shmir, there's no... Uh... There's no shmir, shas, katsira. Right, but right. But being very zogir, that 
that the flower has utterly not been treated yeah. in any way. Yeah, for sure, for sure. They have to, yeah. Straight to metal, straight Correct. to metal. There's hashkacha, but it's not the same, the same, uh, since yeah. fine. Now, the Gemara is like this. Umayisham e minchasa oimer, the tani minchasa oimer, loisinesa, vitzarven oisa, yilak du lesisa, and you could, uh, and you could uh, mix it together. So the Gemara says, Tzibur Shani, when you do it, um, a carbon for a Tzibur, so then you have a Bezdin there, it's different, it's done Bezrizos, and there's no concern that it'll become Chametz. Let's keep going. So uh, let's just pause for a second, just to go back to the Matzah Shira business, the egg Matzah. So halachically, it's brought down in the Shulchan Aruch that we do not need this dough on Pesach. We are Machner, we don't need it on Pesach, even though Theoretically, according to Rabbi Kiva, you could. Or Mahmoud would not do that. But according to the Shulchan Aruch, a person could eat egg matzah on Pesach. As long as it was done before Pesach, you could eat egg matzah. Most of the Sephardim will rely on it, and they'll eat matzah ashira products. However, Rabbi Vadi Yosef has a tshuva, and other, other Paiskim, and there were Sephardi Paiskim that said not to, that they shouldn't. The Ramah says one of two things. Number one, he's chayshish for Rashi. Rashi in yesterday's daf said it would still be chametz to Rabbanon, perhaps. No one says that, just Rashi. Additionally, there's a concern if a little bit of water gets mixed in while you're making egg matzah, then it, become, then it becomes chametz immediately. So according to the Ramah, we do not eat egg matzah. So you, some of the grocery stores will, will have it. If someone's a zakin or, or a katan, you want to rely on the shokhanach, you rely on the shokhanach. But for most people, you should not be eating matzah ashira. The question is, can a person eat it Erev Pesach? So Rav Moshe Feinstein writes that the minog was, for many years, that if Erev Pesach fell out on Shabbos, they would eat matzah ashira, for their Friday night and Shabbos day or early morning meal before the 10th hour. Don't eat it in this man that you can't eat chametz anymore because we're still concerned for the Ramah, but that would be what to do. The Gura argues, the Gura says, no, since technically you could be yoytza matzo with this, so then, according to the Shulchan Aruch, you should not be using it for Erev Pesach. However, Ramosha writes, Ravadi Yosef writes, many of the Paiskim held this is the minog to eat matzah ashira. So do whatever you do you want. I remember my parents, one year we ate egg matzah, the next year we had pita bread, well, not the next year, but 10 years later, whenever the Shab- Shabbos was Erev Pesach, so there's, there's what to rely on. So this year, I'm sure you'll read articles and hear shirim about it, but yesh v'yesh. Yeah, egg matzah. But the kidney is? Correct, correct, yeah, for sure. Additionally, I'll just point out from a personal standpoint, whenever you have things done that was not really accepted by people, so then, Unfortunately, the hashkachas that, that do it are not so careful. That's just the metzias. For example, when you're buying matzahs pshutas, you're not getting the same level hashkacha than when you're buying shmur matzah. Because when there's a whole tercha to do it, you're doing it correctly, there's, they're much more involved. They're trying to do things the best possible way. So I would say the same thing with matzah shear products. I think you want to rely on the OU, but there are other hashkachas out there that give hashkacha matzah shear products. When you got to be really careful, a little bit of water gets mixed in. Even the Shulchan Aruch agrees it's a problem. So, uh, the apple juice they're using in, in, in egg matzah. Yeah, they have to. It can't be from concentrate. Otherwise, that's uh, malpractice. Yeah, so that's another reason you got to be careful. So you have to be careful. If it's coming from China, orange is concentrated. <laughs> a lot of problems. So I, I would not eat egg matzah. Even if you are a Svarti or you're eating this Arab Pesach, I just, just make sure there's a good ashkacha. Okay, we have 10 minutes. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's do Amin Beis. Tanu Rabbanam. Yalcha Adam Bikurim. I would think it'd be Yatsi Bikurim, meaning the Kayin would eat this. Tamalemer Bachomash Vesechem Toichlum Matzais. Matzin Echalas Bachomash Vesechem that could be eaten anywhere. Yatsi Bikurim Shainachalin Bachomash Vesechem Alabishalim. You can only eat in Yerushalim, and therefore it's not included. Did Rabbi Yasek Lili? Rabbi Kiva made a different shot. It says Matzo Umar. It says Al Matzo Sumrem Yachlu. Mab marar. She'ina bikurim. Marar is not one of the types of bikurim. Af matzah, you're not yoytza with she'ina bikurim. 
because it is not from the Bikrun. So Yomar says, hold on a second. E, if that's true, that you're comparing matzah to maror, why don't you say the other way? Ma maror, that you're yaitzu with something she'ein b'mina bikurin af matzah, you, you should not be yaitzu unless you use something that's not bikurin, which would be not chitin and not sa'irin, because those are one of the shivas aminim, she'ein b'mina bikurin. Oitzi chitin sa'irin, lama vama beiz, she'ish b'mina bikurin. So Mar says, you're right. Tamalemer, matzah is matzah is riba. Matzah is matzah is an all-inclusive uh, limud that includes everything, all the chameshas, mine, dagan. So the Gemara says, "E matzah is matzah sriba. Matzah matzah includes everything. So afilu bikurim nami. Bikurim should also be included." The Gemara says, "Hadar bay Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva went back on what he said, and let's ignore the bikurim comparison. That the problem is with bikurim is b'chomosh vayseichem. Since bikurim is only eaten in Yerushalayim, that you're not yaitzah matzah with it. The Tanya yachal yaitzi adam idichay vasa the bikurim tamlon b'chomosh vayseichem tochal matzos." All places, Continues the Gemara. Oh, you're telling me it has to be edible everywhere? What about Maeser Shani? Maeser Shani is also only eaten in Yerushalayim. The Tamalaymer. Matzais, Matzais, Reba. Includes Maeser Shani. Freight the Gemara. Mavra Isa la Rabbis, Maeser Shani, Ulhaitzi Bikurim. You have two psukim. It says, Bechomash Vesechem. That only if it's edible everywhere. Then you have another person that says matzah, matzah, riba. So which one is it? So we just decided matzah, maizah, sheni is included, and bikurim is not included. Who told you? So the Gemara says, Marbani, maizah, sheni, maizah, sheni makes more sense to include it. Why? Because I could find a case where you could, in fact, eat it outside of Rishlaim. What would that case be? Sheesh lehetar b'chom ha'shavis. The Rebbe Le'elazar. Like the sheet of Rebbe Le'elazar, which we're going to see in a moment. There's never going to be a heter to eat bikurim outside of Yerushalayim. What is the sheet of Rabbi Lazar? The Rabbi Lazar, let's say became Tami, that even though uh, you cannot redeem in Yerushalayim, however, if it became Tami and you cannot eat, you could be paided. How do I know that? This is actually just uh, last week's parsha that, that Yosef gave his brothers uh, food to eat. You see that is that you're not able to eat it because it became Tame. And the Torah tells me I'm able to redeem it even in Yerushalayim. And from here, what would happen is that I'm allowed to eat it the whole Moishvah. I can eat it anywhere. So matzahs, matzahs makes more sense to include to include Maizah Shani, where there is a hat or a strange example, a strange case, but you would in fact be able to eat it chutz lirushalayim. So the Gemara says, "Uman shamalei damar Maizah Shani nafabe." Who is the Tana that told me that I am Yaitza Maizah Shani? It's Rabbi Kiva. And what do we learn? So you see that Rabbi Kiva learns from Mechomashvaysechem that Bikurim is excluded. That and and you could use Maaser Shani. So Shmami, no, you learn from this. The Hadar Bay, Rabbi Kiva went back from his the, the hekish he said before. What was the hekish he had before comparing it to the Shiva Saminim, right? Matzamar, and we said it's Hadar Bay. It's a riot. He was Hadar Bay because he going he's going with Pachol Moishvoisechem. Fine. What about Rabbi Yosei What about Matzah Bikurim Rabbi Why does he need? The pasuk of b'chomoshvaysechem to exclude bikurim. Why don't you simply learn it out from lechem oini? Typically, lechem oini. What was that? So in Amud Aleph we said lechem oini. It could also be read oini. It has to be in pain. We know that an oinein cannot eat ma'aser sheni. 
So too, the Mishnah of Bikurim tells us, at least the Tanakhama, that you cannot eat a Bikurim if you're an Ayinin. was also talking about Maishashini and Bikurim. So that would be a, a good source to tell me you cannot be Yitzhak Matzah with Bikurim. So the Gemara says, so the Gemara says, you could, in fact, eat Bikurim if you're an Ainin. You cannot eat Maestro Shani because there the Pasuk says, but Bikurim you could. Now, my time at Rabbanan, why do Chacham compare Bikurim? To Meister Shani. So the Gemara is like this. And they hold that Bikurim you cannot eat if you're an Oinin. To say the Pasik says, You cannot eat these things. That Bikurim are compared to Meister. Just like Meister Shani is also to an Oinin, as the Pasik says, which is compared to Meister, as it says, Truma Sidacha is also the Oinin. Virabi Shimin, Rabbi Shimin, he says, Truma Karina Rachmana, it says, Kitruma. It doesn't say Meister, it says, Truma. Mat Truma Mutaris La Oinin, an Oinin Kodi Truma, Af Bikurim, Mutter La Oinin. Rabbi Shimin, who argues, says, Nahi, the Hekish Leslie, you're right. There's no hekish, but simcha miach michtav ksivabu. The pasuk says by bikurim it says the word simcha tchsev v'samachta b'chol atayv that when you're eating the bikurim there's a simcha there and it's not going to be lechem oini. So the gemara says no, that's not telling me anything about lechem oini. Ha'ul zman simcha hudas. They're just telling me that the zman of bikurim is a zman of simcha. It's not. We learned in a mishnah in bikurim meat seres va'ad hachag from shvuos until sukkos. If you bring your bikurim, maybe the kaire you bring it and you say the pesukim, which are actually in the Haggadah, but those pesukim meachag va'ad chanukah. Not very often you find the mishnah referencing chanukah. Right? But the Mishnah Bikurim does reference Hanukkah. From Sukkot until Hanukkah, you bring, maybe you bring the Bikurim, the Enochare you don't read, because it's not the Zman of Simcha. It's not the Zman Ketzirah. But either way, that Simcha is not talking about Lechem Oini. It's just talking about when I bring it, the Zman of the Simcha, and therefore don't bring any Raya to that. So let's just start the next piece, and we'll continue it tomorrow. Tanur Abanon. It says Lechem Oini. What does Lechem Oini mean? Prat Lechalot. Excluding a cooked uh, dough, a cooked uh, bread, like a matzah ball. Villa shisha, which means a thick matzah. So tomorrow we'll talk about what, what the size of that is. Maybe you could eat a lafa. Lafa's not that big, not that thick. But you can't have a challah, right? That, that would not be considered lechem oini. There's other reasons the Ramah says, you know, the bikin, you can have chametz involved, right? By the time you finish making your challah, it's probably chametz. So therefore we don't have challah on Pesach. But technically it could be, it could have some thickness. We are machmer today that it have, it's a, you know it's a, it's, a, it's a wafer it's a cracker it's like a, a very uh, very thin. The Yemenites they they take money and they still have their uh, their th- their thick matzah. So now yachal the hijra. I would think it has to be like a really you know coarse bread. No you know uh, no no uh, aesthetics to it. Tamalara matzah is matzah is riba. It includes even a decent looking matzah. Vafilu ke matzah shashleima. Can even be the matzah of shlam hamalach. So the says in kein mat tamalara lechem oini. So it's prat lechalot vilashisha. It can't be cooked and it can't be this thick uh, dough. Umay mashma dehaya shisha lishen dechashivus. How do you know the word ashisha means like a thick chash of a thing? The chassid the pasuk says vechalik lechalam lechalam ani tzol mishvarisha. 
which is mentioned in the Pasuk, Echel Mishisha, by part, it's a sixth of a cow, very big, and Ashish Echel Mishisha, it's a sixth of a ephah, either way, it's a very big shear. Now, Plina the Shmuel, and Shmuel argues on this, Dama Shmuel, Ashisha, Garba de Chamra, that the Ashisha is not talking about a thickness, it's talking about a volume measurement, like, which is Garba de Chamra, a goblet of wine, the Chsev, Vayave Ashishi, Anavim, but he argues that Ashisha would mean a thick thing. It's just talking about a very, it's large, but it's not thick. Either way, tomorrow we'll talk about what is the size of a Passover, of a thickness of, 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 of matzah. And it's a good question. Rav Asher has a true on this. Let's say a person decides, you know what? I'm done with this matzah business. I learned, uh, you know, korech means to wrap. Korech means to wrap, doesn't mean a sandwich. You have a shawarma, you have your lamb, right? By the, by the uh, Mitzvah We'll bring the Karim Pesach, you have your lamb, you have your romaine lettuce, and you have your, your lafa. That's, that's what korech means, right? To wrap something. Whatever person decides, you know what, I'm done with this shatzer, matzah, $30 a pound, $35 a pound. I want soft temani matzahs. Is there a minog against it? So, Mr. Shem, tomorrow, we'll, we'll discuss it. All right, have a good night.